Blog Talk Radio. of the world. It is now time for Live in the Sports Attic with Larcher and Lawrenson. Hello! The greatest sporting podcast recorded in an attic in the history of the world. It's a pleasure being here. Clark, what are you watching over there? Uh, Kyle Schwarber got ejected from today's game. Oh my God. That's what it comes. It's his first ever. How disrespectful. His first ever Major League Baseball ejection. He got it for arguing strikes and ball. Season ban? Is that an option? No, it's it's procedure. Immediate ejection. You can't argue strike. Okay. You're not allowed. Well, then he should be taken out of the starting lineup for like two months. They don't always kick a guy out for arguing it, but that is the rule. They should. Uh, He threw his bat, too. He was pretty disrespectful. Oh, that's a year. I should be suspended for a year. No, you're allowed. You're allowed. Oh, but it's a peaceful game where everybody gets hurt who goes to the stands. Yesterday, uh, the bench is cleared between the... uh, Cincinnati uh, Reds and the Chicago Cubs in game one of a doubleheader. When's the last time, what is benches cleared? Everybody gets on the field and pretends they're tough guys? Yeah, that's exactly. When's the last time you saw that in a football game? Uh, you see it. No, you don't. Uh, that one uh, Netflix uh, docu-show. Yeah, and you have to go I to, fights all I'm over talking the place professional there. football cards where, where yeah. they act like Legend? athletes. Yeah, what was that one called? Uh, you got remembering the Titans. No, it was something else. It was that junior college. Oh, Rudy. Yeah, sure. That's it. Yep. Yeah, that no, is. I don't remember. I, I remember watching it. I did season one. I didn't do season two. And I really liked season I one. I know. Me too. Me too. I think I started season two, and I think it started kind of jesus Coach Coach's kind of a fuck up, isn't he? Yeah, 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 a little yeah. Bit. A little bit. And I mean, no disrespect by that, but just a little bit. Man, it was interesting, season one. Here's a question for you, Al. No. Uh, have you gotten on the Evil Genius bandwagon yet? I've. It's been recommended to me. Mm-hmm. People have uh, spoken highly of it. It's quick. It's done by people. Oh, oh, good. Four yeah. shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, definitely this weekend. No, it's, I uh, haven't even started it. It's Dateline on uh, on on cocaine on uh, Adderall. It's like, boom. Did you hear that said somewhere else? It's or like did the, you just no, I just came up with that. It's wow. like you the, pulled ideas tonight. It's like the NFL Red Zone version of uh, Dateline. Like, it's just boom, boom, boom. It's all coming at you. All coming at you. Hell of a story. Very interesting study about the mind, too. Like, take, take a look. You know, we teased a couple of weeks ago that we might have breaking news that we could share with everybody in a couple of weeks. We did. Yeah. Well, it's come to fruition. We have some breaking news. We are going to start selling sweatpants. That is true. It is a yeah, done deal. We have signed a deal. Yep. There's sweatpants on the way. If you're a fan of this program, you will be able to buy Larcher and Lawrence and sweatpants. Guys, you have no idea what it'll be like to have it just say Larcher on one cheek, Lawrence on the other. I don't think that'll fit. What I was thinking maybe the leg. Yeah, the leg. Yeah, let's go with the leg. 
Yeah, I, the cheek's a little weird, Clark. I'm going to be honest. It's hard to read on the leg. You got to be you got to be careful. Maybe just on the thigh. We should go ravishing Rick Rude style and put our faces on the cheeks. They're going to be comfortable. They yeah. are going to be comfortable. Oh yeah, we can put our faces on them. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. maybe with masks on. Sure, sure. Maybe with masks on. Uh, they're going to be the most comfortable things around. I'm ready. Oh, man, I'm so disappointed in uh, America. What happened? They, they've watched this stupid wedding. Oh. They have what? this cosplay. I didn't, I didn't know it wasn't happening because unlike with the royal baby, for the royal wedding, you didn't post anything about it. But that royal baby shit, you were posting every day. Well, here's why, Clark. For a, a span on the local news, okay, I watched the 5 o'clock news in Chicago. Uh-huh. And for a span of four or five days, there was a story every day about the royals. Yeah. Guess what? What? I'm an American. Okay. We threw their tea in the harbor. We said, piss on you. We're done with you. And we never spoke with them again. Listen, we don't, you, we don't attend their wedding. We don't watch their wedding. We, they, you, know what the, you know how much power the queen has in England? Do you like tea? Yes. Okay, good. I prefer coffee. Seems a little From better. Cuba. I'm kind of a Brit. liking your tea. What about the queen? How much power does the queen have? I don't know. How much power does the queen waves. do? She, she waves. waves. You know what we call that in America? Huh. Cosplay. Oh. They're sitting there, they're rich pricks doing cosplay in a castle. I'm done with that shit. No How more. Why are they doing cosplay? They're not real. What, what, what do you mean they're not real? What the fuck is the Duchess of Doomstown, Doonesbury? What does that mean, Clark? I don't know. Does he make laws? What decisions do they make? Do they do they have any control? Do they have any control over the water? Like if they wanted to run a pipe through the city, could they do that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't think so. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure they can do about whatever they want. They have a prime minister who runs the political side of right. the the, the right. country. Yeah, he has the power. What, what they're cosplaying? The, what does the family do? What power do they have? Inbreed. Yes, that's what they do. I've heard stories. Wow. You can Jesus. get books on this. What are you talking? Why, why do That's you... why I love sports. For a Clark. guy who doesn't care at all about it, you know a lot about the Royals. I don't like them. Okay. I've That's never fine. been a Royal. All right. That's fine. Oh, God. So we have a phone number if you want to call. Talk some sports with us. It is 760-454-8834. That's 760-854-8834. 454 8834. What? You said 854. <laughs> I don't know what I said. <laughs> I tell you, you turned your eyes from the screen and you strayed. And you strayed from the 760 454 8834. Aces. No, no aces. The aces. Yes. We saw some wrestling last weekend. Yeah, in fact, that's why, that's why we didn't uh, have the show last weekend, because we were not in an attic. We were out in Villa Park. At the Odium. For the Ring of Honor. Uh, War of the Worlds? Correct, yeah. Tour? War of the Worlds, where uh, New Japan and uh, the stars of Ring of Honor go at it. Yeah. And we only had real one War of the Worlds match, which was weird for a show. That was the War of the Worlds. And uh, that was the main event with the Bullet Club. Oh, yeah. The elite minus Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney. Kenny Omega. Um, against Los Ingobernables. Yep. And uh, Deep Deep, Deep, Deep Bun. 
Yeah, fun match. A lot of spots in that one. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was. If you remember, how could you forget it, Clark? It was a great match. No, I remember. We had good seats too. Dude, the, the best seats. Yeah. Uh, we were. Uh, they were facing us the entire time. Right. All of their promos came at us because the camera was behind us, and we were in the second row. Hell yeah. Second row center. Awesome. It was good. Some cool pictures. Yeah. Actually, is what we ended up with from there. I got to meet the Bullet Club. That was fun. Saw mm-hmm. Cody and uh, the Young Bucks. Yep. And uh, Marty. Uh, Hangman Page was there, but I didn't. I didn't uh, meet him. Although he liked the Sturgill Simpson shirt. He did. He did. Dude, so he, yeah. he talked to you. Yeah. From where he for was free. Where well, all the other ones charged. Right. 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 So. Right. Right. Yeah, because his line was next to Marty Scrolls, and Marty Scroll had the longest uh, scroll. He had the longest line there. I'm doing the Jim Ross. Yeah, he had the longest line there, and uh, Hangman Page was next to him, uh-huh. and he had no line. Yeah. So when you're in, and they're right next to each other, so when you're in line, they're like right there. I so. got you. So he had time to talk. Right. It was like Emma. Emma didn't have a line. Austin mm-hmm. Aries didn't have a line. Yep. Which is kind of interesting. Uh, Austin Aries uh, versus Silas Young. Silas Young, I had never seen him before. A real man, Clark. Uh, yeah, he's he's hilarious. He's awesome. Uh, but they swerved us. Uh, Aries won. Yeah. Uh, but old, uh, who? what's that guy's name, the ref's name? Todd? Todd. That is Todd, Todd came out as head referee and said no. And he overruled it, and Aries lost it. But, I mean, the streamers were flying. Is that a common Ring of Honor thing? Streamers, yeah. Always? I think when they're with New Japan, for sure. I think it's always. I feel like it is. It's been a while since I've gone to a Ring of Honor show that wasn't with the uh, New War Japan of the Worlds. Guys. Okay. I just, I don't, what's with it? Why? It's a tradition. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like if you go, like if you watch it's old. Japanese tradition? You watch old Japanese wrestling, they throw streamers. Oh. Yeah. I see. Okay. Like I was watching, I threw on a match the other night, uh, Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the beginning of the match, Number one, the match starts with Andre. The, you know how the ref checks both guys? Yeah. The ref's over-checking Hogan, and Andre is just standing in front of him, staring at him. And, uh, you know, Hogan's like, yeah, go ahead, check me, check me. And Andre's just like, no, no, don't do. And he, he's just getting all, and Hogan's like, oh, I don't care, man, I don't care. And Andre's just standing there, and then the referee's like, get back, get back, oh, get back, get back. And Andre's like, oh, no, and he, like, grabs the ref. And it was a cool scene. Andre was a little younger than that WrestleMania three, so he could still move a little bit. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't it was pretty good. Wow. Fun to watch. Yeah, I like the Odium out there. Very solid place. That is referred to as a dusty finish, Clark. When somebody wins a match and the crowd thinks one person won and then they pull back and the referee will change like a decision. Uh, was dusty, dusty was famous, famous for, for booking, booking that? Yeah. Really? That was what he liked. He liked the swerve. Uh what did you think of the uh the women's championship match? I'd like to find out how old uh, Sumi Sakai is. She was she's the champion, but yeah, she had some age, but she was she was good. Right, right. She was, she was one. Of she the would go in the WWE. Women wrestling wrestlers there. Yeah, one of the right. best in the world. But yeah, she age is caught up with her, and she looks like she might waitress at a truck stop. Uh, <laughs> and you wouldn't mess with her like that. That truck stop would not need a bouncer. I I agree with you. I actually, I really agree with you there. I yeah. saw her uh, when I was upstairs getting the autographs. She was hanging out with uh, uh, Rapungi. Oh, okay. 
and they, they like that she was like sitting mm-hmm. with them. But she, you could, I don't know. Maybe you could have purchased an autograph for her, but she does MMA. Yeah, yeah. Well. She was She's like 46, 46. Yeah, 46. Wear and tear of a... Pre- Ronda Rousey's not going to look like a beauty uh, when she's 46. No. You know, I mean, that's a tough woman who is, uh, you know, throwing her body around. Yeah. She uh, she currently, uh, she lives in the States, actually. Yeah, like North Carolina? Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I went to her Wikipedia at one point. Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. What do you think of those uh, the fellas, the Briscoes? Oh, they yeah, they just look scary. Yeah, they're... I mean, they have a look like you don't want. They look like they should do death matches. Probably have. You think so? Yeah, they probably have. It looks like they might be getting away from that kind of thing. What are your thoughts on? Death They've been matches, there for Al? years. You, uh, you recently, I saw you had a conversation with. Somebody regarding them. There, are, there are actual fans who defend it. Who, there are who enjoy watching that. I just, I don't get it, man. Somebody on the Cult of Cafe posted a picture of some dude who almost got his leg ripped off. Yes, going through a filing cabinet. Big, scary-looking guy. I mean, he doesn't need to do this shit. So I basically said, like, hey, you know, well, maybe he should stop doing this stuff. It's, you know, yeah, and work safer and smarter. And these kids get on you like, oh, my, you don't understand death matches. And I'm like, I do. And I also understand wrestling. And uh-huh. number one, when you say, when you, whenever you advertise something, Clark, you have to deliver. If you have a haircut match, somebody needs to get a haircut. Even right. if it's not one of those two guys, somebody has to get a haircut. I agree. If, you, uh, if, if you're going to knock a guy out, you, somebody better get knocked out. Uh-huh. If, you're, if somebody's going to bleed, if you say, I'm going to make him bleed, so you, you better see blood because people are paying for that. When you say death, there can't be death. Right. And if there is, then that's terrible. And that's not right. wrestling. Something completely exactly. different. Exactly. That's a snuff film. Well, they so, say nine times out of ten, it's completely safe and there are no injuries. Is what they, it's what. Well, some kid some made a number were, up. Yeah. yeah. I can make right. up a number two. Right. It's say uh, 40% of the time they go to, one of them ends up in the hospital. Right. And the fact is, again, if. You want to get people over in wrestling, right? You want them more popular when they came in. Uh-huh. That doesn't really do that. It doesn't build for next month because what are you going to do? How do you top a death match? Right. You have another death match. I mean, yeah. there's no other way to go. So it, it doesn't build to anything. It's boring. It's violent. And it, it's not needed. And if that match had happened successful and neither guy got hurt, would you even know it existed? Uh. No. No, of course no. not. You don't hear about any death matches right. until somebody gets hurt. Right. And that's just bad publicity for wrestling. So the only thing they could do is damage the product and damage you. Mm-hmm. So therefore, there's no logical reason as a promoter, because that's what wrestling is based in. It's about based in promoting a show that will work. It's disgusting. I'm with you on that, man. I'm completely with you on that. You know those Briscoes? Uh, they, they've won a uh, IWGP championship. Wow. They have one of those. I'd love to see them in Japan. I guess I could go back and watch that. And they've each they've been with Ring of Honor since the beginning. So too. Yeah, I can't remember Ring of Honor show. Where I didn't see them. Really? Yeah, yeah. They've always looked. They look old now. They look grizzly now. I remember when they looked just young and scary. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh they're about five years younger than than I am. Really? And and more. Yeah. And I think they are real brothers. Yeah, they have to be. Yeah. Not last name Briscoe. That's just a uh, stage name. 
Yeah. Using like it. Lawrence and... Uh-huh. Wow, they look a lot different now. Yeah, they still look... Uh, they used to be young. Like those guys? Yeah, I vaguely remember those guys. That's them. Wow. That's the beauty of wrestling, Clark. It's watching evolution. It's watching characters change and grow. Evolution. That was Triple H, Ric Flair, Andy Orton, and uh, Batista. Nailed it. Right near the end for me. That was about the end of my wrestling. Yeah, me too. Watching. Evolution was still big, I think, or maybe they were just ending. I stopped at Evolution, and I restarted with the network. Yeah. I think we have the exact same uh, trajectory. Although you watch a little more WCW, and I watch a little more WWE. That's true. And uh, I, uh, I just figured out, because I've listened now to Bischoff's new 83 Weeks podcast, and you know you've heard me talk about Pritchard's here. We've talked a little bit about it. But basically, I just like the fact that I'm getting some inside stories from WWE with Pritchard, and now you're getting some inside stories from Eric Bischoff. And you're going to hate me for this, mm-hmm. but I have something I have to admit. I think I like Conrad. <laughs> I think he's a good host. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think he challenges that. I know. <laughs> I really do. Like, he doesn't take shit from Bischoff. Or, it sounds like he doesn't even like Bischoff, to be honest. Yeah. And I think he likes Pritchard, but Bischoff, it, it really does. But he doesn't take shit, really. I, I heard him interviewed on uh, on Wade Keller. Yeah. And uh, just hearing him talk as a guy, he's, yeah, he's a salesman, man. He's a guy I yes. absolutely would buy something from, even though I'm like, man, I hate this prick. Yeah. I don't want him. You hate him and he can sell you something. Like, I assume he's going to be at the bar at All In. At, uh, sure. At the convention. He, that's his convention. You know that, right? Starcade yeah. is his. That, he, that's him. Oh, he funded it. That's, he put right. that whole thing together. No shit. Yeah. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, totally. So, uh, and they're going to have... it's in conjunction with All In. Yes. Or no. Yes. Is this his own thing separate? He came up with this idea. He he said, and we're talking about StarCast, which is the convention attached to all The podcast convention. He had this idea when uh, there there was like one of those old timer shows that happened every year, like on the East Coast. Okay. And he realized, well, that was the only year he got to see like his wrestling friends. Uh Like guys he got to know and, uh, you know, he didn't interact with the wrestlers and he enjoyed that. And one year they canceled it and he's like... Man, maybe I could pick it up, and if I brought all, like, you know, Jim Ross goes to that. If all these yeah. guys are going there, why don't we just all kind of do our podcast and let fans interact? And, you know, it could be like a big deal. Well, he went to get to pick up the hotel where the convention was held, and it was already booked, and he's like, ah, I don't want to do this. So he dropped the idea, but it was in the back of his mind, like, ah, oh, man, I bet you there'd be a cool convention. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he heard Cody doing this all-in show, and he's like, you know, that seems like the perfect environment. So he hit him, Cody up, and he's like, hey, Cody, here's my idea. And Cody's like, yeah, let's see, maybe. Send me a proposal. He sent him a proposal, and he's like, yes, let's do this. Holy shit. So, they, I mean, they are connected. Wow. I don't know if they're sharing profits on that. That's interesting. Maybe Cody's That's getting cool. a small cut. I don't know yeah. how that works. but. Um, so I've been, yeah, I was waiting to tell you that I, <laughs> I like Conrad. Yeah. I had a moment where, where it happened to me, and I'm sorry. No, it's and fine. I like, I like him, too. You know, I like I said. I think he, I, he's going to be at the bar, and I'm. And there's going to be a point I'm going to run into him. Is he there just to be schmoozing? I'm sure he's. That's what he does. Yeah, I think so. You're right. At this point, I'll probably run into him, and I, I don't know what I'll say. But okay, I definitely. Uh, I went from disliking him to really liking him, and uh, yeah, dude, they're having the Pritchard versus Bischoff 
Monday Night War. Oh, yeah, they're doing. Uh, Conrad is probably hosting it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, what are they calling it? It's a debate. Yeah, like yeah. the debate. That's cool. That'll be great. And the, the thing sold out. Yeah. Or can I get a commoner ticket for it still? You can get a commoner ticket, like a one day pass, and he, those are going to be really reasonable. It's going to be like twenty five bucks. Oh, okay. But you, I don't think you can get into those shows. Oh. Or if you do, it's standing room. Jesus. So, I'll be like, you know, Ooh. first couple rows. I don't like standing. Yeah, see, I know. That's why I was like, I'm, I'm buying a ticket. I'm, I'm less than it. a month away from a, from a big number. I'll be, I'll be 39 here. That's not a big number. Oh, that's huge. No, no, that no. That means no. you're almost 40. There is, there's a lot that of reflection. There's a lot of reflection in that number. Oh, I, I have been it. reflecting like a son of a bitch already. It hit me. I'm like, there. Oh, yeah. shit. I'm going to be 40, and I, oh, man. Like, like that's I, old. Do I try to buy a Corvette somehow? How does this work? I don't even know what happens. No, you don't try to buy a Corvette. Cause you spend all your monies on DraftKings, so you're you poor. You call it a midlife crisis, but the way that I lived, like, my late 20s, uh, I would gather that maybe I already hit my, mid, my midlife point in my life. I'm just, you know. Jesus. What? Well, that's that grim. That's morbid. Yeah, it's close. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about starting a um, a, a podcast. No, a Bullet Club weight loss program. Because I noticed a lot of the Bullet Club fans are a little on the plus size. Oh, that's pretty good. And uh, you should send your proposal. Yeah, I should send the proposal to Conrad and see. <laughs> you know, we start signing up. We'll get a website going, and uh, yeah. you know, we could all commit to. Uh, being fit for life. If they start selling sweatpants on their fucking website next week, I'm going to be pissed. I'm, I, I honestly believe they do sell sweatpants. Okay. But we're just going to do fine. it better. That's fine. Like, if you ever ordered sweatpants from one of those companies, it's like, oh, it's a, it's a funny item. It's a side item. Yeah. This is going to be our business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You feel me out, baby? This is going to be where we are going to make a million dollars. I agree. We are going to sell the best sweatpants. I am going to go to Japan. Yeah. Into factories. Oh, yeah. I'm going to negotiate deals. Yes. Till I have the softest. These might even be cashmere. Woo! These might be. I'm going to try them all. I'm yeah, going to try baby. every fabric of sweatpants. Yes. Till I know. All right. It might even be the stuff they make mar- markers out of. Yes, sir. Like all that right. material. Have you cool. ever felt a marker? I have. It might be that. Felt? Thinly cut. Is it felt? Is it might marker? be a felt. It might be felt. Uh... Do you just feel markers or do you know just from like writing on your own skin? I can't answer that question. Not because I won't, because I don't remember. It's impossible. I don't remember how I touched the tip of a marker without getting uh, ink on you. Unless it's dried out. Is it ink? Ink in a marker? Yeah. Well, what what the hell do you think that is? What is it? What do you think it's glue? No, it's not glue. It's ink. Are you sure? Well, what else would it be? I don't know. I think it's ink. Paint? I don't think it's paint. Maybe it's paint. All right, if you know, give us a call, 760-454-8834. Good job. Call on anything you need, anything you want. We're here for you. We are talking sports. We're talking wrestling. Oh, my God, are those Cubs horrible, aren't they? Huh? I mean, they have just – They. I mean, they picked one up today, but uh, they're second in their division. They've taken three of four. They just took three of the last four. They're... Hugh Darvish just got his first win. Hugh Darvish, baby. Yes, he did. What do you think? I think it's too long. How long are we going to wait? wait? Wait for what? Um, second win. What do you mean? This is only the first time he won a game. Yeah, for the Cubs. We're this, in the middle of the season. season. No, we're not. It's not even June. Oh, my God. That's right. It's 17 months. Is so. it June? 
Yeah, it's basically June. Look at that. Second place. They're a game and a half out of it. Boom. Money. That's fantastic. They've been looking terrible. Hard uh, time scoring. It, no, it's been up and down. You're really you're you're like a you're like one of these meathead Cubs fans that just expect them to have a season like they did in the regular season two years ago when that's really You're a delusional Cubs fan, Clark. Teams don't have as many wins as the Cubs did two years ago very often. Like it just it's not a thing. It could be a lot worse. They could be the White Sox. Well, they're rebuilding. They could be Kansas City. The Cubs were the White Sox for 98 years. 2012, they were. The Cubs had uh, the second-worst record. Only the Houston Astros had a better record. And do you know, Al, the last two teams that won the World Series? That was 2012. The two worst records in the league, the Cubs and the Astros. And two years ago, the Cubs won the World Series. Last year, the Astros won it. So I'm saying, if the White Sox want to win it all, maybe, just maybe, they should go for having the worst record in the league. Who cares? Oh, Jesus. Uh, I don't know. Why'd you bring it up? Because we're a sports show. Yeah. I mean, what, what, you want me to keep talking about birds? No. You went to a parade today. Schwarber hit a home run today. I did go to a parade. What the hell are you doing at a parade? What? What is a parade? Parade season has begun. You You plan to go to multiple parades? You oh, yeah. seek out parades? No, I don't seek them out. They just happen. Like, a parade happens. Like, 4th of July, Kirkland has a hell of a parade, which I'll, I'll put it up with the one I saw today, which was a fantastic parade. You know, you haven't answered that one thing I put out there, but are we going to Joe Diffie on the 4th of July? I believe we're going to Joe Diffie on the 4th of July in Kirkland. Yeah. Am I invited in this? Uh... You are invited to Joe Diffie in Kirkland on the 4th of July. I mean, I think I'd be down with that. I don't know if you're ready for Kirkland 4th of July Festival. Have you... Yo, you you're familiar with small town Hell festivals. Oh yeah, there's a carnival. You're right. There's a food stand. There's a beer tent. You know, a buddy of mine, Nick Nowicki, fantastic okay. chiropractor. He follows the show. He does. Yeah. He he said today that uh, you know we've come very far in technology. How come the carnival rides has, haven't changed since 1982? Oh, that's amazing. And he's right. I, it's the same rides. I was a kid. Only now they're rustier. And uh, well, it's because they're the same rides. And there's that zipper kills one person at least a year. I think there's enough money in carnivals for them to be able to upgrade. Do you understand where I'm at? I do, but I don't believe that. Maybe I'm going to get in the carnival business. If you want a fine ride, you got to go to a, a theme park. You got to go to Great America. Six so basically, miles. you're saying they're just not safe. Yeah. Oh. I rode in the salt and pepper shakers two years ago. My wife and I did. I had a video on Facebook. Dude, the thing was metal. It was, I mean, I'm, I'm not kidding you, dude. You're, and you're in this pod. And there's like pieces <laughs> sticking out. If you fall the wrong way, you're going to get cut. Jesus. I kid you not. It was a sh- And I'm not ripping on it. Well, yeah, I guess I am. I mean, I still did it, but I knew the risk. It's crazy. I, uh, I stole money from my mom's purse when I was a kid. And... She took me to the police station. Oh, are you serious? Yes. <laughs> I swear to God, I grew up in an 80s fucking sitcom. And uh, she took me... She took <laughs> That's me... That's great. She took me to the police station, and I had to pay back the money. Uh-huh. And it was like $100. And uh, I think I stole it. I bought Mad Magazines, Wrestling Magazines, Doritos... Video game magazines, more Doritos, all to, under my bed. And, and you went to the carnival? For the next couple months. Oh, you hit them under your bed? So, 
I have to pay it back. Well, I'm like, I don't know, nine. Uh huh. Like, yeah, there's nowhere to work. Right. Like, what are you going to do? This is the most ridiculous sentence I've ever heard of. I should go to on Judge Judy now and sue these people so who came up with this idea. That? Yeah. Like, well, they had a fake court. You're a kid. You're at the police station. You're believing this shit. Right. So what did you do? So the carnival comes to town. Oh, my gosh. And you went and found a job. Buddy of mine got a job there, and I got offered a job as well. Wow. Perfect. And I ran, and I was going to make, like, $100 for, like, I don't know, six hours of work or whatever. Sure. I, run the, I ran the game where there's a fishing pole and a bottle. And you got to stand up the bottle. Oh, my The God. biggest prize in the park, but oh my nobody could get it. What's the trick? Move forward, not up. Oh. Yeah. I, I didn't. I was too young to sign a confidentiality agreement, so right. I guess I could so give you, away you the gimmick. Give away the gimmick. Wow, you did. We should do a show. They've never done that. There's been shows like Exposing Magicians, Exposing Professional Wrestling. Yeah. But we should do a show... Exposing Carnival. I'm sure it's out there. Yeah. Those also would make great sweatpants. It's going to be number two in the lineup. We would wear masks. Right. Absolutely. Well, you have to. You got to hide it. You got to hide it. You'd be Captain America. You'd be Batman. One of my favorite pro wrestling things, and even our listeners who don't watch wrestling currently probably would get a kick out of, like, wrestlers that wear masks, and it's like, but you know exactly who that is. Right. It's them. Sami Zayn is El Generico. Yeah, he did that. Yeah. Uh, Owen Hart is the blue blazer. Right, right. And then, of course, like Hogan took it to a new level. Because yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Was he Captain America? Or, uh, uh, Mr. America. Mr. America. Yeah. He always likes to, his, his gimmicks are very close to uh, other Hollywood things. The Incredible Hulk, of course. Right. Uh, which I think they had to pay royalty rights, right? Something like that. I don't that. know. No. And that, that was his Different times. Thing. That was what he, why he said he switched to Hollywood. Hogan. Hmm. That might Maybe. A, they might have had to pay... Uh, it might have been a WWE thing or something. Yeah. Yeah, he wants back. He's yeah. going to Boys and Girls Clubs. He is... If an African-American, if a black person takes a picture with Hulk Hogan... He posts it. And he, he tweets something, he immediately shares that. Uh-huh. Like, he is, he is doing everything he can. He shares a lot, though, of pictures that people take with him. Not just not just black people. I'm pretty sure I sent him a picture of me with. Him. I'll try it. I'll send a picture I took with him to him, and we'll see if I get the retweet. Okay, we'll see. We're gonna try We're gonna expose Hulk Hogan. I say it's gonna happen. You think it's gonna get I retweeted? I say he will retweet it. Now, should I do For the sure. picture where it's uh, me, him, and Flair in front of uh, Wrigley Field with the UFO destroying it, or should I do the actual picture? This is difficult. Of uh, me and Hogan, Hogan and I. Or should I do the picture of Hogan, I, and Flair? I think, I mean, I think the best potential and for the retweet. send it to all three. I think a best potential for the retweet, ooh, that's taking a chance. Because the best potential is just the one of you and him. Okay. However, right. if you send it to all of them, the Wrigley Field one is fun. And then also the other one. Would be, now, Jerry would be Lawler cool. has retweeted my picture of him. Of me and him in front of Burger King. Oh, that's true? Yes. Okay. That's great. Yeah. I photo. I took a picture of Jerry Lawler at like a Comic-Con where I'm holding his... For some reason, he had a crown. I didn't ask for the crown. Right. I was like, hey, Jerry, you got that crown laying around? He walks up to you, he hands you the crown, he takes a picture with you. Oh, he makes you hold it. 
Oh yeah, yeah. He comes with the crown. Oh, that makes it. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Could you have turned down the crown? I think that would be insulting. What if you'd have put it on? I I don't know. I would. You, would you? I'd have to ask, right? There's people who are so brazen that they would just do it. Yeah. But I love those people. Those people piss me off. If I'm standing in line and I'm and somebody did that, I'd be like, what an asshole! What an asshole! He just put that. He didn't even ask. But secretly inside, I'd be like, man, I wish I could do that. Okay. All right. But yeah, I love when wrestlers bring their props with them. When I took uh, my pictures with the uh, IWGP Tag Team Champions, yeah. Sonata and Evil, uh-huh. they had the tag team belts. Oh. And one of them, Evil, had the straps undone, and he put it, he put it on me. You mm-hmm. know, so I took the picture with Evil, and then I went to, and usually you take pictures with them together. Okay. But they forgot to give me a ticket. So when I went up, I only had one ticket, so I got a picture with Evil, and then went and I got my ticket, and then I got it with Sonata instead of them together. Oh, wow. Well, Sonata had, uh, he's the guy with the mohawk. He had the title strapped, you know, so like you, I didn't know how to get that fucking thing on. And he just kind of laughed at me. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, I love when they, and when I met Rikishi, he had the European title. He laughed at you? He's like, oh, yeah, look at this guy. He said something in Japanese to his Wait, partner. You saw Rikishi? Yeah. You met him? Yeah. With, with which title? He the had European? the European title, which I think he bought. I he think it was a replica. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I have a picture of the European title. Yeah. That guy retired. Rikishi? No, the European, right? Yeah, right that's now it's nowhere. The US There's the, the British title, title. Or the UK title. Yeah. Huh. What would you say is your, you know, uh, getting photos, your photos with these with famous wrestlers and celebrities, what's your best one? Like, your best moment? Because you, you tend to have a gimmick with you. You bring a gimmick sometimes. Uh, one of my favorites of yours ever is the... The tiny urn with the Undertaker. Where <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing the Cade McNown uh, tie dye, and he's wearing a kick ass shirt. It's like Elvis and uh, Nixon. Uh, Muhammad no, Ali, I think. Muhammad Ali and Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a shirt. Right. On the Undertaker shirt. And the tiny urn, nobody. <laughs> nobody was so confused. Yeah, nobody knows. Like, you look at it, nobody would know that that's a tiny urn. It's when you so look at the small, picture, it's, like it's a not cup. a tiny urn. It's not a tiny urn. You're no, just like, I, what is he doing? A spot to pee with the Undertaker? I, I had a baby urn. <laughs> which, <laughs> that's the biggest folly, right? Like, that's I the think we're, <laughs> yeah, we always don't ever laugh about a baby urn, but. You're I, one picture with the Undertaker, and you're holding a fucking what? You, who knows? <laughs> But now isn't that a great picture because of that? Oh, it's phenomenal. I I got Burt Reynolds. I came across it last week and I just started crying. (laughs) It was, it's the best. And Burt Reynolds is one of your best moments because you wore the fucking hat. Yeah, yeah. You wore the hat, which is amazing. Nice job. Like the, you wore the the one that Norm Macdonald made famous. Right. Playing Playing Burt Reynolds on Jeopardy Jeopardy on Mm -hmm. Saturday Night Live. The big foam hat. That's impressive. I walked in. Burt Reynolds looks at me like I'm a fucking dick. Did he really? Yeah, well, he he gives you the look like, I don't, what is with this buffoon? Oh, man. Shakes my hand, like, looking at the hat. Never says anything about no. it. No, You know, like, the whole time, he's like, takes the picture. <laughs> and, like, that was it. But he, he was frail. He was frail. It was, you know, like, it was like getting a picture with Grandpa. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, he he was on a chair. Like, he wasn't moving, you know? Um, yeah, the I forgot about the Undertaker with the baby urn. 
I meant um, the ticking time bomb, um, Tanahashi, mm-hmm. who has Daryl. If you're a New Japan fan, you know Daryl. So Daryl's a little stuffed animal cat he brings that famously was killed once, ripped apart. His head was ripped off by um, Bad Luck Fale. Oh, man, that's just so rude. And then there was a rest in peace, Daryl. There was a whole sad moment on Twitter that actually was really funny. Well, this guy's just weird. Mm-hmm. He's just a weird fucking guy. That's his character. Mm-hmm. He's just strange. And uh, like he's got like dyed hair and uh, just... He's always on camera sticking his tongue out okay. and, yeah. you know, trying Weird. to lick a guy's face. Weird. Like, he's yep. strange. Strange yeah. dude. But he, he's a beautiful high flyer. Yeah. Like, great lightweight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he always has this little stuffed animal with him. So I have the little Willie Nelson doll yeah. that I throw the keys down to you when you come to the apartment. Uh, you just brought him back. Yeah. yeah. He well, he's gone. the official doorman. Yeah. He was gone for a while. I missed him. He's the best one to throw him down in, too. Easy hurt. to catch. Yeah. I just stick him in Willie's. I stick my keys in Willie's back pocket. I barely pocket. caught him by his leg today. Yeah, I got him though. Yeah, I was a little worried because the ground's wet. Is that one of your best moments? Is bringing Willie? Well, I bring Willie, and I, I'm a little embarrassed. I mean, I'm a fucking, I'm an adult with a Willie Nelson doll. But, right. But he, I wanted Willie to meet the cat. Uh-huh. So I, I, I go. Uh, I'm like, hey, how are you? And he just like he gets real close to him, like right into my, his face. Goes, oh. Who is this? I go, uh, it's Willie. You know, Willie Nelson. Oh, Willie. Mm. Never occurred to me that like a 20-year-old Asian guy probably has no idea who Willie Nelson is. Right. Of course. You know, he's from, Jap- he's from Japan. Willie Nelson probably is not the uh, favorite. So you just expected him to know who Willie right. Nelson is. No idea. No. He goes, oh, well, Willie, this is Daryl. And like he got the little cat's hand. And I got Willie's hand, oh my and we God. shook hands. That is the weirdest. And then we took awesome. a picture. And What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Did yeah. that really happen? That really happened. That's ama- That's brilliant. That Just guy's awesome. Weird. So, fucking so, weird, man. Willie We're Nelson. We're both adults. We're both adults with dolls. Yes. With dolls. Willie Nelson met, my <laughs> Willie Nelson doll met the world's most famous wrestling doll. Besides Ooh, the Hulk Hogan the buddy. Yeah. Most famous? Yeah. Can you think of a more famous... No. No. The Hulk Hogan wrestling buddy, huh? Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever had it. No? No. I did the figures, but not the, the wrestling buddy. My buddy Aaron had the warrior one. Oh, yeah. I had the Hogan. A friend of mine had DiBiase, and I was jealous. The Mega Powers, right? Or the Mega Maniacs. They, they teamed up once. Yeah, before six. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ultimate Maniacs, maybe? That might have been it. Oh, uh, so I started a new way of watching the network. I've been telling you a little bit about this. You're following a belt. What I did was I started watching, you know, there's been a lot of Mark Henry talk because he got in the Hall of Fame. Mark and Henry. People remember Mark Henry really fondly, and I do as well, but I always remembered him less than the way he was kind of portrayed. Well, we weren't watching during a lot of it. Exactly. Run. So I know he became world champion at one point. Yeah. And I'm always wanted to go, oh, I want to watch that title. So I'm watching the match where he wins the title. He faces Randy Orton. Uh-huh. And boom, beats Randy Orton. Place goes nuts. Where, where at? Do you remember? What I don't remember the arena. Or what, what, what was the pay-per-view? I think it was like a backlash. Okay. So he wins the title. Eleven. Uh, 11. Yeah, because I, I just finished the entire 12. Okay. The entire year. Okay. In like two hours. It was great. Wow. So... So, yeah, Randy Orton wins, or, uh, 
Uh, Randy Orton, well, he must have lost to Mark Henry. Yeah, he loses to Mark Henry. Mark Henry wins the title. The place goes crazy. And Mark Henry cuts a promo like, I don't need you, okay? You weren't there for me. You people just entered the Hall of Pain. Like, I'm going to crush you. know. And I'm like, oh, I'm excited. Well, I'm watching this series on Mark Henry in the Hall of Fame series on the, on the network. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I want to keep going. I want to find out what happens next with Mark Henry. I want to see his title run. Okay. Well, he gets into a feud with the big show. And I'm like, oh, okay, first, first, out, first match out of the gate, they're, it's going to be two big guys going at it. Well, there's the famous spot where they uh, suplex off the top rope and the whole ring collapse. That was one pay-per-view. Right, right. Okay. That was awesome. I was like, okay. holy shit, I want to see part two. I want right. to see part two. It was like Shinsuke now, Shinsuke and AJ. You, want, you just want to oh, see what's next. So I go to I, the next pay-per-view. It's the rematch. All right. This time... Mark Henry low blows the Big Show. Big Show wins by DQ. Whoa. Kind of a letdown. Okay. Okay. Match three. So he, held, he, held, he held the belt. Yeah. Match three is now like a chairs match. Okay. And I'm starting to get sick of this feud. I'm like, oh, man, come wow. on. Let's move on. And I'm pretty sure they have another match after that. Yeah. One more. It was way too much. At this point, it was like, I'm out. This sucks. Wow. I need to be done with this. Uh-huh. And the match ends. Oh, no, it was only three. So there were three. The match ends, and Big Show, I think I believe Big Show wins. Oh, wow. It's a chairs match. Okay. And he, Big Show wins. He takes him down. And then uh, he gets revenge. He, like, Mark Henry beats him down after the match. I'm like, oh, man, they're going to have a fourth match. Because, yeah. you know, how does this end? Yeah. All of a sudden, Daniel Bryan music fucking starts playing. And I'm like, yes! Yes! Daniel Bryan runs to the ring, carrying the money in the bank briefcase, cashes it in, wins the title. Oh, I'm wow. like, yes! What a save. Yes! What a save. He's doing the yes thing. No one's doing it. He's not over yet. Wow. It's a whole different world with Daniel Bryan. Some of the crowd's behind him, but other people are like... So now I'm like, cool. I get to see some Daniel Bryan. I'm so excited. The next match is like a cage match, which Big Show, Mark Henry, and Daniel Bryan. I'm like, ah, oh, more of the big guys. You know, obviously, Daniel Bryan, like, escapes by basically being thrown from the cage by Big Show. Okay. There's another match with those three. It's like, oh, enough already. Then there's the Elimination Chamber, and it's like Daniel Bryan, Jericho, Sheamus, Cody, uh, a couple other guys. I think mm-hmm. Kali was randomly in there. So I'm like, oh, man, if, Jericho, if Daniel Bryan holds on to the belt, I could see maybe a feud with him and Cody. I'm getting excited because uh-huh. I don't know what happens. Right. So – he ends up winning it, and he holds on to the title. And I'm like, oh, I hope it's Jericho at Mania. I'm like, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Out comes Sheamus. He oh. won the Royal Rumble. Shit. So he gets to be take on the champion of yep. his choosing, Daniel Bryan. You know what happens? Yeah, Sheamus wins. Do you know how? No. I'm so excited. I'm like, all right, finally a Daniel Bryan singles match. I finally get to see him in his prime in a singles match. Even if it's Sheamus, it should be all right. He comes to the ring with AJ uh, Lee. She gives him a kiss. He turns around. This is the opening match of Mania. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan turns around, bro kick, right to the head, pin, one, two, three, seven seconds, no. match is over. No. For the belt. For the belt. For the WWE Opening Mania. What the fuck? I was so pissed, Clark. Holy I was shit. outraged. So I'm like, all right, well, what happens next? 
what happens next is a fucking Sheamus title run for about six months. Oh, that's ridiculous. And I, man, the crowd started slowly getting behind Sheamus. Uh huh. And then they take it off him right as he, anyways. Uh, but I just wasn't feeling it. It was like matches with like, oh, Ziggler. Okay. Uh, Alberto Del Rio and Big Show. Why Why do you get an accent when you say that? Because his ring announcer. He has a special ring announcer. You're supposed to properly say Alberto Del Rio. Oh, well, that's very nice of you. Uh-huh. Wow. Anyways, Del Rio somehow won the title now, and he's feuding with Big Show. So. He is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the Mark Henry run. One thing that I saw later about Mark Henry, because I didn't see a lot of his, him in his prime, like there, uh, was uh, when he swerved the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched that about a year ago for the first time. The salmon jacket. When he retired. And it was awesome. Like, he really, like, when I was watching it again, I'm like, really? He's pulling the rug out here? I thought it was fantastic. Did you ever watch that? I have. It was a great promo. And that started, I believe, feud with Cena? Is that right? Yeah, it might have. Very well. Could have. So I posted, I, let's see if I can find this. I posted a picture of myself uh-huh. with uh, Evil on uh, Reddit. Yes. And uh, some people were nice. Some people, some people were not. Some people are nice on Reddit, I hear. But others were not. Is this like celebrities reading me tweets? It is. It is. This is exactly what's going on. So I posted new tag team partner, and I posted a picture of me holding the belt with Evil. And I wrote, I'm not sure Japanese custom, but when he handed me the title, I'm pretty sure that makes me the new tag team champion. I'd like to thank Hank Williams and Jesus, the fan hairs on Reddit, New Japan Pro Wrestling for running a great product. If the Young Bucks think they can take this from all of us in their time, blah, blah, blah. I go on. Boring. <laughs> hey. So the number one upvote. He just called you It was. It was. But, I was, you know, I was being purposely trolling to get, yeah. to get some votes there. And my Reddit score went from, like, 2 to, like, 200. Really? Yeah, it, it worked. So you didn't get many downloads? No, no. So uh, some guy wrote Tranquilo. Okay. Horse Steroid says, it's like Kenny Omega and Mick Foley did the fusion dance. Oh, man. Chief Awful said, I thought it was Sonata at first glance. Newest member of LIJ has been revealed. Awesome, man. Kenny Omega's let himself go. Uh, that was uh, Jack Pack a sausage. Well, yeah. Come on. The name says it all. Grand Theft Asian wrote Kenny McDonald's. Whoa. Then uh, somebody wrote... Have you ever been to, have you been to a McDonald's recently? Well, I, I actually replied to that post. That was the first offensive one. I wrote, I prefer Burger King. Still the champ. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, Secret Omega sibling debuts in 2018. Rising Falcon looks like a fat Kenny Omega. Jesus. Rising Falcon, piss off. Did you respond to him? Yeah. Says the guy who's posted the same thing as about five others. Your repetition is brilliant. Nailed it. No, no, that was it. All right. So what I took out of that is I look like Kenny Omega. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Well, that was a... The fun of my week. Uh, one thing about the Ring of Honor show that we saw, it was that day that it, it was announced, and, and you grabbed the tickets, uh, that All In, which is kind of wild. We had discussed it beforehand. I know we're late to the party to talk about it, but 
we didn't we didn't think it would we didn't know for sure that it would sell out. I didn't know. But I guess we probably should have. <clears throat> but they sold it out in under 30 minutes. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I had a feeling I I felt like I didn't want to risk it. That was my take on it. Right. I'm going to I'm going to order first so I can get the best tickets possible. That's all I cared about. I wasn't even thinking sell out. But I'm like if I'm not going to go for the 25, but if I'm going to go for front row, I got to be on it right away. Uh-huh. So Tickets went on sale. I had three. I had a computer, two tablets, and I hit it, and it just kept thinking, 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 and then boom, I get it. Wow. I never hit the. I I didn't hit the waiting room until afterwards. So I get the tickets, and there's four. You know, obviously there's the four ring seats. Mm-hmm. You know the the. Help me explain that, Clark. There's the square, and the, there's the seats in front of them. Yeah. The straight lines on a square. Wait, hang on. What are you talking about? The, you're talking about the uh, the map? The, the, the seating chart? Are you talking about like, yes. the seating chart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's this section, this section, this section, this section. You're at a ring post. I'm at the ring you're post. You're in between. Which kind of sucks. Post. They're the how, worst how of the best back? seats. Second row. Second row ring post. Do they cost the same as the, you know what I mean? They the cost the over? equivalent of like third row seats. Okay. Do you know which way you are? I'm not. I'm not like next to the commentary. I'm next to probably the side where all the fucking cameramen are going to be. Okay, you're going to be right behind the camera. Yeah, yeah. And the the worst part about this, Clark, is those tickets are second row. Okay. So you hear that, and it sounds amazing. But you and I know the reality of where I'm sitting. Right. It, it's a very much the production side, and there's going to be a lot of people standing in the way. Those seats are selling right now in the secondary market. And I know there's a whole controversy with the whole secondary market on this thing, but Is there? they are selling for $1,500 each. Wow. So I can basically make six times. I paid a hundred and I think 140 150 for them. For three tickets, it was like $400. Okay. All right. Which I wasn't, I didn't even do the math. I didn't expect to pay that much, but I did. And uh, I'm like, oh, shit. Go to see, I'm going to see Ring of Honor. I'm going to buy yeah. autographs later. Right, Maybe right, I should have right. waited on this. Uh, good thing I didn't. But <clears throat> So I'm staring at the screen at those tickets, and I'm like, you know, they give you the countdown. You have five minutes to make the decision. So I start hitting refresh on my other devices. Like, maybe I can find something better. It's right. slowly going. I'm getting down to the minute mark, and it, they're still thinking. I'm like, I don't know what to do here. I'm like, I'm just going to get them. Yeah. I, I made the right decision. I got those tickets. Good. Good. And I am thinking about selling them, though, and what finding is, seats cheaper. What is the controversy? Who is setting the secondary market price? Oh, wait, wrestling do think, fans. Do you think they're selling their own? That theory was put out there, and uh, one of the young bucks basically tweeted back. That would be bullshit. Right. But I, I'm not saying they are. Number one, I don't think that's legal. I don't think it is either, but it's possible. No, I think, I think you're purposely destroying a market. You can't do that. You could set aside. You could say, okay, you know, 30,000 people, we're taking 3,000 up front. Sure. But I don't think you could put the markets for sale. Oh, I'm saying I, I believe it's illegal. I'm just saying I think okay. somebody would try to get away with it perhaps, but I don't, I don't think they would. Well, somebody tweeted. It's the same thing. When I, had Cubs World, when I was able to go to the Cubs World Series, those yeah. were employee tickets. Like right. I could not even think about selling them, nor would I, even though some of those. You did. Obviously, even you those did. Seats were go- well, yeah, of course it hit my mind. There some seats were going for like five grand. Right. Like, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. 
And I'm thinking, like, if I were to sell those three tickets, I would make a tremendous profit. I mean, a tremendous profit. Three grand, fifteen hundred each. Yeah. Two, three. Yeah, you would do so four, really five. Well. It's where you could probably then buy yourself just one good ticket there. Yeah, I could probably on the secondary market bounce and still back make money and get to like that one ten. You know, the front row of the stand. Yeah, you know, like the third row in the stands where you're just eye level with the ring, which I is can, a great seat. Those are my favorite seats. Yeah, um, and, I kind of prefer them. Yeah, absolutely. Then where them. I'm sitting, yeah, which is again, it's gonna be a lot of obstruction. Now there is a chance that is an area where Okada likes to dive over uh, railing. Oh, sure, true. And it'd be cool. It'll be cool anyway if it's I, I if they go with kind of the new, the new Japan style of uh, ring uh, fence. You know what I mean? If it's the old school, looks like a bike rack, kind of. You know what I'm talking about? The old school fence? Yeah, which yeah. I think they will. I do, too. I think they should. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I think they're gonna, I think the presentation's going to be very much like Ring of Honor. I think New Japan and Ring of Honor. Oh, I'm sorry, Ring of Honor. I, you're, you're, you said New Japan. You meant New Japan. I meant New Japan, yeah. I, I think, think the presentation will so be very New I Japan. I think so, too. Um, With a little bit of NXT throw. And there's definitely teases of CM Punk. Like, they have no problem. Like, they didn't Cody bring it up? Yeah. He's like, I, I'm not going to say that he's on the show, but I will tell you that I know he's doing a signing the day before in Chicago. Right. And then we chanted. He had us chant, fuck whoever was, like, Mike Jones, whoever CM Punk's facing. Oh, yeah. That's how they ended the show. Oh, that's right. We uh, Everybody chanting, fuck Mike Jones. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah. That... Yeah, that's happening. I don't know. There's no reason to. Again, go back to the the basics and understandings of wrestling. Hang on. There's no reason for CM Punk to be there? Unless they're setting up a second show, which then, yes. There's no reason for him to have a match. There's no reason. Tickets are already sold. Why would you give away something? You understand? So use it as a tease. You use it as a tease for the next sellout. Sure. Sure. So if if let's say CM Punk were to be involved in, but maybe this, they want to give something too. Like they're appreciative for this. This is the first ever show of its kind. Like this could be the start of something. It could. And hey, listen to this scenario: uh, the NWA title is being defended, right there, there, which is the original title Dusty Rhodes' father had. Cody Rhodes' father. Cody Rhodes. Yes, you're right. Dusty Rhodes' Dusty. dad was a plumber. Right. Very. Who's the country Dusty Rhodes, by the way? Listening to the podcast, we have to talk about that later. Okay. Yeah, there is one, right? What are you talking about? There's a country, uh, a music guy named Dusty Rhodes. Oh yeah. I I'm on your podcast. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Buck Owens. There is a Dusty Rhodes. Anyway, so Dusty Rhodes and Dusty was really into that music. Dusty Rhodes owned the NWA title. Or he, he won it. He, he held it. He held it. And that's a title Flair had. I mean, that has a lot of legacy to it. Well, and a lot of it turned into WCW, right? Like, wasn't the big yeah, gold belt build... originated at NWA? I think it's a different title. Okay. I think this was the touring title that preceded All right. it. But kind of that turned into the gold belt. Okay. Yeah, but, I don't, I'm not so a belt anyway, historian. He owned it. He owned it. So now you're, Billy Corrington, now you're following a belt. Uh, of uh, exactly now, I mean, you know what? It's fun seeing how hot a belt is. Yeah. When Daniel Bryan won it, that it, it was starting to get hot. Yeah. Billy Billy Corgan, Chicago guy of the Smashing Pumpkins. Right. Uh, 
big wrestling fan, and he's owned. He's been in ownership of a few different promotions now. I know he, the local one uh, that I had gone to, it's called Revolution Pro, but it's not the UK Revolution Pro, but the local one. I've seen a couple of their shows after he left. He was there. Then he was with uh, TNA for a minute before right. their, their whole thing blew up to shit. And now he's gone to NWA, and he's kind of – I've heard that he's kind of reviving the title, and he has it on a, on a guy that's a little more – like lately they've been messing it up. Like somebody had the title they didn't, they didn't feel very NWA, whatever that means. Well, I think they found the guy who held it last. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong on this. And well, they might have. He was, an, you know, he was. He's a little older now. Right. You know, he he wasn't like uh, a guy you would think w- would be uh, a great uh, presence. Right. And uh, yeah, he he had it, and I think they started the story with that. That old timers got the belt. Who's going to take it off him? Uh, anyways, it's bounced. I don't, man, I'm looking at it. It's kind of been active for quite a longer than you would have guessed, but it's really sucked. It wasn't active for a long time. Well, okay, so when it was hot, the first the first champion is in 1948. It's Orville Brown. Jesus, one in in Iowa. What? Then Lou Fez gets like it. Lou Fez. Lou Fez. Lou Fez Press. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, I'm just skipping names I don't know. So now mm-hmm. we're jumping. This is the uh, 50s. Luthez basically holds it for a long time. Buddy Rogers, okay. Killer Kowalski, Bobo yep. Brazil, Luthez, Dory Funk Jr., Harley Race, Jack Briscoe, Terry Funk, okay. Harley Race, okay. Dusty Rhodes. All right. So uh, it, it's a lot of talent held that thing. A lot of guys who uh, proved themselves really well in the wrestling world. Yeah. So the big feud, the famous feud of Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair is with that title. That's that title. Okay. And then I'll just kind of skip ahead to modern times. Colt Cabana's held it. Adam Pearce. Okay. Uh, Christian Cage, Abyss, Sting, Jared. Well, Sting? Yeah. Oh, I think it was in TNA for a minute. It was. It totally was. Yeah, that's right. Christian Cage, Raven, yep. AJ Styles. So, okay, so everybody important has held it. Nine, Ric Flair's a nine-time champion okay. of that title. Wow. So now Nick Aldis has it, and Dusty Rhodes' kid, Cody, is going to fight for it at his show in Chicago to, to get it. What if after that show, CM Punk comes out to celebrate with him, and then Cody just turns on him, just starts beating the hell out That'd of him? That'd be great. Then CM Punk versus him, I mean, that title's back. That's hot. So, Yep. I'm wondering if they're gonna do a cage, if they're gonna do a uh, a Starcade type match or card. Oh, maybe. I, I, there's so many questions. They sold me on not knowing anything. Yeah, no. Except shit. a shitty match, and not shitty, but Cody versus Nick Aldis isn't a dream match. Right. It, the history's cool, but you, yeah, you don't know any other stories. No, because I, you don't know the matches. Like Omega, what is the story? Right. There? Is Omega? Are we getting Omega versus Okada? I doubt it. Right, that's what people are hoping for, but I don't think that. Uh-uh. I, I kind of wouldn't want to see it. Right. They they need to do that. If they do that again, that should be... New Japan. Yeah. Um, or, I, like, everyone's assuming these are all going to be singles matches. What if it's, like, Kenny and maybe Kota Bushi, who hasn't announced, versus Omega and some... Or uh, <laughs> Okada yeah. and somebody. I mean, those guys could be in a tag match. And that might be a useful way to use them. Do you remember uh, a few months back, 
and uh, and I, and I had a drop that I played where you you say the the continent, yes, of Korea, right, peninsula was the word that we were looking for that night. Oh, okay, right, Florida, the Korean peninsula. Yes, yes, right, right, yeah. I don't know why it took that long. It took two months. Yeah, it only took two months to get an answer. We got it. We're That's at awesome. It. Yeah, no problem. We do things quick here. What's your favorite peninsula? I, I don't have a favorite. I'm sorry. You don't have a favorite peninsula? What's your favorite peninsula? Florida. Come on. Florida. Do you know the definition like, of a peninsula? Yeah, three sides. Water. Boom. <laughs> and boom. One side land. Boom. It's almost an island. It's pretty close. Correct. It's about Clark is correct. Three quarters of the way to an island. Genius <laughs> idea with sweatpants. He's on a roll. <laughs> Damn, Clark. It's Florida. It's Florida. Correct. <laughs> yeah, it's Florida. There's no correct. The machine can't have your opinions. Inaccurate. <laughs> I guess it can. I'm talking to a uh, modulation. Oh. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I'm the one who knocks. What? Oh, you, you, Clark Clark looks like he got off a special kind of bus today. He's got on... Like the one that takes you to the casino? Exactly. Have you seen that bus? <laughs> you can take been. a free bus to the casino. What a country. This is amazing. Man, that would be great. Just get stoned and wait with a bunch of old ladies for that bus. Go on there and just Fantastic. blow a bunch of money. Go to that I buffet. see it in Chinatown a lot because Chinatown's pretty close to the horseshoe. Right. It's not very far. I'd like to ride it from Chinatown. That'd be fun. Go and get a nice meal. Asians love gambling. Yeah. Which is awesome. That's my. Yeah. That's why I, Japan was great. There was a a weird way to gamble everywhere. I kind of started following uh, some people at the roulette table with what they were doing and seeing how much they were winning. And that's how I started to actually – I would win – at roulette, which is horseshit. Yeah, me too. Like, that was you should win at roulette. No. Uh, I, won, I won an Xbox one night. I said, if I go there and I profit as much as an Xbox, then, uh, then I'll buy it. Boom. And we got to get you to a casino. About one in the morning, I went to Walmart on the way home, bought it. Victory Xbox. Yeah. There we go. I'm kind of like, I'm a less smart brain man when it comes to it. Yeah. You're the Rain Man of Roulette. I'm the Rain Man of uh, Fantasy. Oh, there you go. Ball Fantasy. Rain Man was a good movie. Yeah, the toothpicks thing was awesome. Yeah. I always wish I could do that. 82, 82, 82, I think is what he said. I think he uh, he said like three really big numbers and added up. It equaled something. Yeah. And that was, was like, the total of toothpicks. It was like 402. He was like, uh, 402. And he's like, ha! The box said 405. She's like, I gave three away. No, she said there's still three left in the box. Oh, there's still three left in the box. And Tom Cruise is, that's when the You idea, watch that movie a lot. That's Damn. when the idea, you watch it a lot, too. No, I didn't know that much detail. You were just talking about the toothpick. It's the only thing I remember from that movie. That and he wanted uh, underwear and Wapner. From Kmart. From Kmart. 400 Oak Street. And you and see, this is the detail I don't have. 97X. Bam. The future of rock and roll. One hundred percent, Clark. Overwatched the movie. Uh, hot water boom, burn, baby. Yeah, I don't even get the reference. Um, four minutes to Wagner. I remember that. Yeah. Dad, let me drive slow on the driveway. I said that. 
Yeah. That's all you got, huh? I no, I don't remember anything more. I want to watch the Burbs. He wouldn't fly. Do you remember that? No. That's why they had to drive. He was. He started listing off. Oh, won't uh, get on. Oh, yeah, yeah. He started yeah, yeah. listing off all of the. Uh, he knew by memory all of the deaths right. in the plane accidents. When really, like, I would think if he really, why, why didn't anyone just show him automobile statistics? Because more people die in automobile accidents True. than in plane crashes. Right. Why didn't somebody just show him that? Like, he would have to rationalize that flying is safer. Right. Yeah. Good call. You should have. You would have been a better handler. But then you wouldn't have the movie. The movie is them driving across the country together. That movie is basically what I always thought Andre the Giant and Bobby the Brain Heaton were. Just in a different way. Hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that was the story. <laughs> Bobby Heaton would manage this giant who was bigger and badder than everyone else because he had this unfair advantage of some sickness. Yes. And Bobby Heaton was profiting. And then he took him gambling. Right. And he made he profited there. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. He took him to the biggest payout in wrestling history. Fantastic, fantastic. Is it? Are you a bad dude if you use your your half brother? If you use his uh, him to your advantage like that for money? No, because I would imagine you're in charge of his costs. Right. You know, like I mean, he gets his money too. Right. He's living a better quality of life. Him. He's your brother. You're not doing anything wrong, really. Right? You're just. You're or was there prison? Did Rain Man go to jail? No, no, it's not illegal to count cars. Oh, then fine. You just get your fingers broken. It's just you're asked to leave. You get your fingers broken. I don't think they're going to break an autistic guy's fingers. Well, that was the beauty of it, but they would break the brothers. Okay. So, yeah, it's fine. As long as his fingers aren't being broken. If the brothers fi- risk his risk, fingers. Would he risk his fingers? Tom Cruise. I don't Tom think Tom Cruise. Cruise I don't think that character would risk his finger. And again, but I haven't seen 1988's Rain Man. And I haven't seen that movie in so long. I don't remember his character. I haven't. Seen Wasn't he kind of a scumbag? Yeah. Like he was clearly the exploiting. The likable scumbag. Somehow. Bobby Heaton. Fantastic movie. Yeah, I kind of want to watch it now. Yeah, I definitely want to watch it. Tom Cruise had a hot streak, man. Yeah. Top Deal. Yeah, Top yeah. Gun. They were all solid for their time and what they were. You watch some of them now. It's not good. Like, it's cheesy. Really? 80s. I believe it. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not watching cocktails. I don't even think I've ever seen it. I don't think I'm going to. Uh, Am I a fool for seeing it? I don't know. I'm just saying I'm not. I had HBO as a kid. Like, I saw a lot of movies like that. You should should watch Dream On. I think you'd like that show. It was one of the first, uh, like, TV shows that HBO did. You know what show I craved? As a oh. kid that I couldn't get because I didn't have HBO? Yeah. Tales from the Crypt. Was it okay. HBO? Yeah. I remember, like, if somebody, if I found out I was at someone's house and they had HBO. You'd, you'd, you'd try to watch it. I'd try to watch it. And I remember my one buddy had it. Stay over there for a couple weeks in the in the summer. And, uh. Do you think you would stay there more because of the HBO? No, no, no. My, my grandma was a nanny there. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Gotcha. I was staying there, like, you know. And, uh, but he wasn't allowed to watch it. Oh. And, uh, like I snuck us in like, uh, to his dad's room. Yeah. I didn't have those limits. Yeah. And we got busted. Okay. And yeah, I got, felt bad. Gotcha. Oh yeah. Like I had to work to get, I didn't have those limits either. 
Okay. So that's why, like, you know, if uh, someone else's parents are like, you can't do that, but come on, let's do it. Right, right, right. You know, I was that guy because I didn't. Yeah, uh, of course. I had zero rules. Right. Which, no, dream on. You like, look look, look up the Aerosmith? Dream on. Dream on. Not even close. Um, I do know that song. A guy named Tom used to come in and sing it at Trader Top. Annoying. White Sox hat? Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Yep. I can't uh, can't go into any further details. That was just a, I, not a real name, of course. Uh, no, every so, name's fake. Though. Every so, name. Al. Clark. Oh, man. Uh, I wanted to ask you um, uh, a little bit about cocaine and rhinestones. Okay. Tyler Mahan Cohen. I enjoy both. You've turned me on to that. Nudie Cohen was my favorite usage of uh, rhinestones. I think he was the the best. Wow. In all of the land. Um, but Buck Owens wasn't wearing a nudie. He's wearing a nudie knockoff? On, on one of the pictures, yeah. I think I think it was Buck. It might have been Don Rich. I've even seen... Uh, uh, most, I didn't know shit about Buck Owens. Oh, yeah. We until sh- I listened to that. I, I'm about to sound like Rayman. Oh, yeah. We share the same birthday. Perfect. <laughs> we Perfect. do though. So I've always been like a bu- I've always had that connection. Okay. You know, like when I was studying country music and going through its history uh, as a young man, and you you come across somebody's birthday and it's the same as yours, uh-huh. you're like, oh, I'm gonna check this guy out. Yeah. And uh, so I listened to a lot of Buck Owens and the Buckaroos and uh, Porter Wagner. Good stuff. Those are the two birthdays. Oh, fantastic! Awesome. Uh, I'm about halfway. No, not quite halfway into Winona. She hasn't. He hasn't talked about her solo yet. Yeah. Okay. If, if he has, just the the setup of the judge. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I like why I know. I kind of understand the Ashley dynamic a little bit. I didn't know anything about their story. Yeah. And uh, and how they how they would just show up at places, and that's how they got picked up. Right. Ended up on the bus with Merle. Yeah. Because they were dressed the part. Right. Like she and like they kind of. I don't know what, what I'm trying to say. Well, Naomi was basically the stage mom of music. Yeah. You know how those stage moms push their kids through the pageants and stuff? Right, and just, right. It was the same thing, only it was with music. Yeah. She was running a scam. And she sang with her. Right. Do you, why? Why didn't she just push the kid? Was it easier to get into to places with her singing with her, do you think? Oh, because, yeah, yeah think it's a good gimmick. And they never did harmonies. That's a funny thing. They Right. Hearing. Like at the, at the time, they were just singing, uh, both singing the melody. Right. Just singing it together. Yeah. And so producers, I'm I'm at that point where they're talking like producers made them, help them. Right. Become who they are. Anyway. Interesting. No, I'm on it. It's interesting. I love. I I think Tyler Mahan Code does a great job, and he says you know he he does strive for objectivity with this podcast. I like. Oh, he did an update on Buck Owens. Mm. Uh. Do you remember the he found the did you hear the update? I did, yeah. Okay. It just happened like two weeks ago. Right. It was like May fourteenth or something. But it was basically a no comment comment, right? Was that kind of what No, was? no, it was about the bike, the motorcycle. Don Rich's kid. Yeah. Uh had left a comment on the internet years ago mentioning something about the motorcycle and how the accident uh probably didn't have anything to do with his alcohol. Okay. Drinking. It wasn't Oh, I see. It was that didn't drive him to drink. Right. Yeah. Right. And Tyler Mayanko pretty much said he's like, I'm all for objectivity, but I 
I believe that he died because of the motorcycle. Yeah. And anyway, so that that was like the big reveal. The kid wrote him a letter and he read the letter. So okay. Yeah. I'll anyway, probably. have to tune in to the update. Anyway, like I said, when is the next season like coming out? It it can't be far because we got on it kind of late. Yeah. I haven't looked lately. I do want to listen to his other podcast, which maybe some music listeners would. Right. About uh, your band sucks. Yeah. You know, it's kind of in the same light of the NFL. I see him post about Your it. team sucks. Right. You know? Yeah. I downloaded it. I haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> Fair I'm enough. Actually, I'm actually going to, uh, I think he digs on a uh, a small town murder or something like that in one of his podcasts. No, okay. it's, maybe it wasn't him. But anyway, I'm I'm trying that podcast out. Small town murders. Have you heard of it? It's no. two comedians who like just delve into. They look up and research and do a ton of research on small town yeah, murders. I got to email them and they talk. Paris, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, famous. Famous. Like there's been 2020 episodes on it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The whole mystery and there's all these, you know, allegations and stuff. And I lived in that town. I want us to figure out like an episodic thing to do somehow. I don't know. Yeah. We can talk about that later. But All right. Well, no, we'll what, what happened out. in Paris? Tell me. Right now. You know, because I know people, I can't. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, wow. Because I don't know what's actually out Holy there. Holy shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know players involved in this, and it's like, I've heard stories, but most Did of the it stories. Did while you were there? Or it happened years before? Years before. Oh, so you just hear the after stories. Al, you could have made a documentary. There's a couple books, and you know I probably should read them, and I should probably uh, do one. That's actually a good idea. Did you just hear stories from different parties um, involved, and were you able to get what you think might be the clear picture? I've had some interesting stories uh, because I, I even went down there once as a um, visiting Paris, and I sat in a bar. And a guy next to me uh, was started talking to me, and I guess he was the brother of like the guy who got convicted or so he just brings it up yeah yeah and he talks my air off for multiple hours okay like if you were to google murders in paris uh there's a site called truth and justice randy sidell and herb wilklock truth and justice there's another site from the chicago okay let's go to the chicago reader what really happened in per- paris illinois wow the reader is covering it yeah what when did the reader article come out 2013. Wow. And then this, uh, the Paris thing happened when? 1986. Wow. Holy shit. Bear Super Bowl challenger around there. Right? Was that the challenger? Space shuttle. Let's see. Here's just the first paragraph. Uh, did you know there's an innocence industry in Chicago? It's a conglomeration of defense lawyers, investigators, yeah. Major Chicago-based universities, Northwestern, media outlets, and other assorted players. Its product is innocence, or at least the appearance of innocence, extracted from the convictions of men who may or may not be guilty. Okay, so uh, this might be a story. People are fighting type 2 diabetes with fitness, yeah. food, and pills. <laughs> hey, <start>. man. <laughs> Gotta pay the gimmick. Well, that's who that story talks <laughs> Gotta to. Gotta pay the gimmick. People fighting diabetes. Look at that up. We got it. This is going well. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, I have a story I can't really talk about, but 
Uh, yeah, so there were these murders and the whole thing. If you look up Paris, Illinois murders, you'll get you'll be able to read a couple stories on it. That's that's great. Then again, like I would, but you can't talk about. I can't because yeah, that's fucked up. It is. That makes you in. You're involved in this story, in in a way, like very small way. I mean, I was a DJ in their town. The DJ hears things. People talk. People like to talk. People like to tell you stories. And I'm just an outsider coming into this world. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. Interesting, man. I yeah. Uh. Anyway, yeah, that's that's the latest podcast that I'm going to give a shot to. Cool. Mm-hmm. Might have inspired another one. Well, and it's kind of funny because I think he dug on it. Whoever's podcast I was listening to. Yeah. Give it a dig. Man. Oh. After you watch Evil Genius talk to me. Yeah, I will. I'll watch it this Probably week. on the show. Maybe uh, maybe tonight. Yeah. I'll see, may, uh, either that or I'll fall back into the title run. Is Money in the Bank next week? No. No. Okay, good. I think it's two or three weeks out. I. It's weird. I don't have the feel of the schedule because it's, it's yeah, the pretty one different, a month now. which is great. Right. It's not a complaint for sure. Well, and then like WrestleMania into the Greatest Royal Rumble, which was a pay-per-view, but not. I don't know. I don't think that counts as a pay-per-view, right? No. It was a network-exclusive right. show. It was what they said it, it was. It was a network show. Can't even find You know what the best way to find the frickin' date is going to be? Just going on StubHub. Crazy. Oh, for the date of Money in the Bank? Yeah. No. I want to go. I do. They've sold me on it. Just the fact that I've never really seen... Um, I can't recall ever seeing a WWE ladder match. That's not true. At WrestleMania, I guess there was one. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. So I have seen a ladder. I have. I don't recall a lot seeing a lot of ladder matches. And yeah, I've never seen a Money in the Bank. I think it's just cool. Did you hear what happened for the second Sean and Razor uh, match uh, ladder match? They had the rematch like a year later. At, I believe, SummerSlam 95. They ran out of chair tables? Just before it started, like, they had this new rule of things that they couldn't um, do. do. You couldn't use regular household items to hit or injure anyone. Anything that a kid watching could oh. use at their house, you can't use it. So Vince told them, he said, you can't use the ladders as weapons. Wow. And what Bruce said, he goes, he goes... They were they were pissed. Like, what the hell? You're pulling the rug out from under us. And ladder matches were new then. Right. I mean, they were in the first one in WWE history, right? Right. Uh, at WrestleMania the year before. First one in the WWE universe. Yeah. yeah. So this was a year and a half later, or a little over a year later in SummerSlam, when they when they uh, did the rematch. But yeah, but to be able to tell that, but then uh, Bruce Pritchard said that the one thing that he mentioned about it was that uh, it then they actually ended up having a damn amazing match because of it. Like, they, they had to go to the other things and use talents anyway. HBK's 1995 was pretty fantastic. Yeah, I might do that, too. Do, uh, like, a year of just a guy's pay-per-view matches. That That'd might be, be cool. a good... Shawn, like, Shawn Michaels might be a really good one. You kind of are doing... Well, no, I guess not. No, the beauty of the title is the characters change. Right. You know, if I watch... 12 Shawn Michaels matches in a row 
it's always Sean versus somebody. So you kind of get exposed to somebody's offense. Right. I think that's why they don't do that. Like they don't have lineage that, and I don't think they ever prepared for it. Uh, having oh, where you can the just matches watch. are the same thing over. Yeah, and over I mean, and there's over in again. wrestling. There's a lot of repetition. repetition. Yeah. I mean, matches do change because every the, that's very two offenses. To stand-up comedy actually, and and all kinds of things. Those are repetitions. Like if you see the oh, same yeah. comedian over and over and over again, you're gonna see the same stuff. Absolutely. We know that here in Chicago, especially because it's a lot of people trying to get their chops. Even like a George Carlin, where it seems like he was natural, like his show, Town to Town, was exactly the same. But with Carlin, I would rewatch his shit. Like it was oh, still yeah. funny to me over and over. Like you just, but just some think, comedians be- like that. Before he delivered that stage show to like HBO or whatever, he'd been doing that for a year. Sure. So by the time he got there, I mean, every night was practice in front of a live audience, like right. wrestling. Right. And you do. You start peeking what's working and what's failing. Yeah, that's what they're doing at the live shows. Right. They're working shit out. They're figuring it out, which is great. It's, uh, to be able to practice that and get reactions at a live show, it's fantastic. And people pay you to give you that. Yeah. They don't even... Yeah, it's, it's great. Oh, you make me want to play my booking game. Okay. Damn it. All right. You got too many games going on right now. I do, man. RimWorld's a drug. Is it? It is fucking... It is the heroin of video games. Wow. And, uh... Did you get Patrick on it yet? No. Okay. No. Um, I'm afraid, though. I mean, once he starts it, you know, he's got a job now. Like, you know, he can't... Oh, shoot. Yeah, he's got to wake up. I mean, these games will eat into your sleep if you're, if you're not careful. Wow. They're that... You could sit down, all right, I'm going to play for five minutes. Let me just see where I'm at. And next thing you know, it's 7, 8, 9 o'clock in the morning. Like, I could start wow. now and play for 12 hours. You get lost. And it'll feel like nothing. Oh, no. I have to That's pull myself good. away to eat. That's not good. No. No. Jesus, take a breath. I'm trying. I'm playing Madden. Al, the weather's getting better. That, I know. That bike isn't riding itself. No. I got the exercise bike. I've been trying to do five miles a day on that. Do you have a system set up where you can ride that while you're playing? No, I'm not comfortable enough yet. In like my cardio is so bad right now that, okay. like, f- five minutes and I'm heavy breathing. Okay. So, you know, I, I'm not to a comfortable point where I can right. just kind of no, ride and play. I get that. I get that. It'd I do be like killing two birds one stone. I do throw a TV tray up next to it and throw on uh, a podcast or yeah. a uh, or I'll watch some wrestling. Or wrestling. Or, yeah. You know, tell, like I watch Raw or SmackDown on that. Yeah, that works. Cool. So, yeah. I think that. Oh, man. I don't know if we've uh, said it all that hasn't been said. Or... I, I I don't know. Is there anything left to say? What? Who shall say it? Well, one. I'm going to tell my wife to pause The Walking Dead. That's all, right. all right. Yeah, sure. See if she will. Well, we'll get you out of here, buddy. Because right now we're two... Grown men sitting in the dark in an attic wearing superhero masks, which have remained on the entire show. Man, we're not yet to summer solstice, right? I don't think so. Yeah. So we might not need the light because... Well, that's how it started. Next week, it should stay lighter. It wasn't until we started doing shows in the fall where it started happening. Right. We tried talking football and the light would go down. Oh, that's right. And then in the winter, we just had the light on the whole time. Right. 
It's a spring and uh, summer feature here on the uh, show. So the big cable company in town, Comcast, you're you're part of their, you're you're sucked into yeah. their web. I'm a slave to their system. Yeah, we all are. Um, they uh, they um, I don't have a DVR. However, they don't know this. I don't I don't believe they realize this. My box can pause live television on pretty much all my HD channels. And it can pause it for up to 30 minutes. So I can pause it, but I can't record it. Kind of, yeah, I know that. It's kind of a workaround. Well, no. but you only have 30 minutes. I'm not supposed to. Yeah, but... You can delay something 30 minutes. Right. Yeah. But I have to leave it on that channel and pause. Right. I can't flip around. I can't no. watch something else. They're just giving you a courtesy bathroom break. Right. They That's don't right. just offer that to everybody. Oh, you're you're an exclusive. Club. No, I brought it the in. Elite. I brought it in. I was like, "Hey, it pauses and stuff." He's like, "It shouldn't do that." I'm like, "Well, I think I'm just going to take it back then. I'm going to keep it because it's kind of all right. Like we're getting along." Do you still have to pay rent on it? Uh, no, actually, I got this one free. Okay. Yeah, it was it was a promotion. I should it should be nine ninety nine a month. The HD one's like fifteen ninety nine now or something like that. It's ridiculous. The one that you got, no, the rent on it is outrageous. I finally bought my own modem and router. I'm sick of paying that fucking ten ninety nine right there. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I got to do that. Yep. You're right. One oh nine, one shot. Yeah. You damn near you pay it off in the first year. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Well, well, what else is there to be said, Clark? You are right. Two guys in the dark. Here we are. Dolly prayer candle over there. Yep. We'll be back on Facebook Live next week. Beautiful. I think we will. That parade got me, man. Parade. You're a grown pretty, man. Pretty good parade. Yeah, but I have a kid. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Kids love parades. I, they do not. They don't. They, they hate them. This parade, they don't throw candy. Fucking now they a really lot of hate them. Don't throw candy. Here's the uh, deal. Some dude got out of his car and started handing people candy. I that guy's a rebel and a hero. He is a rebel. And every adult was drinking beer. Yeah, I noticed a picture of you with a beer in your hand. Like, Everybody outrageous. watching the parade with beer. Outrageous. No, that wasn't a beer. That was a koozie. I had a koozie on it. This is, I, you know, I've always hated parades. When I was a kid, they would drag you. You'd have to get up early and drag you to some dopey street where you would sit there and stare at things that you don't get in the circus. Like, boring version of the circus coming by. And then some. Oh then God. people would throw candy at you. And I used to turn to my mom. I clearly remember this. I'd go, Mom, why don't we just go to the store and I can pick the candy I like and people don't have to throw it. Oh, my gosh. Boom. I get what I want. I'm out of the parades for life. <laughs> you hate parades. It's noise, Clark. It's street traffic parades. and noise. The only the only parade I've ever you enjoyed. Hate, you hate parades. I've enjoyed. It's not like the circus parade. That is amazing. Because it's larger. stupid, Clark. That is amazing. It's never good. Yeah. Oh, and then when I was on the radio in Paris, yeah. I used to have to call the parade or be in the parade. Yes, and you hated it. I Would, would you make fun of it? My general manager was like, you have to walk the parade. I'm like, it's too, I'll ride in the van. You can leave the door open, and I'll wave and throw candy. Oh, you wouldn't walk? He's like, you got, you got to walk it. You got to walk it. I'm like, dude, I'm too fat. I can't. And yeah, he made me walk it. Why did they not have a hay rack for you or the back of a tr- – you know what I mean? Like, you guys should have had the back of a – Well, as I got more of a seniority, I definitely sat in the van and waved. You? Really? Yeah, threw candy from the van. 
Yeah, you did. So, uh, <laughs> you let me get as little effort as possible into this parade business. Parades. Let me hit some kids with candy. So stupid. <laughs> the one day I get to take off like a Sunday and relax, always yeah. a parade. Parades suck. The, uh, the only parade I've ever enjoyed, <laughs> true story. Only I, parade. Have, I have announced the parade. It's fun. I'm sure the announcing is fun. I never got to. The only parade I ever enjoyed was it was the 4th of July. I was with a friend of ours, and we were in Austin, Texas, and I just took acid. And I walk outside, and I go, don't look now. There's nothing but police out front. And we look out the window, and there's like five cops, and it's like, well, how could they have known we did acid? And we're panicking. And then we realized it's a parade, and they're lining up for the parade. Wow. And then we went outside, and we saw uh, the parade, and it was, it was, you know, there was kids on um, the one wheels, yeah. you know, assholes with their fancy cars. I mean, it was, it was parades, you know? I've walked in a parade with you before. I think a couple of them. Yeah, I've been, I've been in numerous parades. <laughs> for a guy who hates parades. You sign up for parades. Well, the, the ones I did with you were fun. You I mean, they signed were... up for parades. <laughs> you know what I hate doing? I hate doing podcasts now. Yeah, do I, you? Yeah, I just hate it. It's the worst. <laughs> you have a bib on, Clark. You what got is... your Los Polos uh, bib. Yeah, make it mess. Make it something. God, you look even creepier with the... With the dark in that match. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. A little too much. Nice. All right. Well, I don't know what else there is to be said. Do you, do you have anything you need to say? Because you only got a half extra hour on that buzz. It was nice to do a show where we didn't have to stare at each other's faces the whole time. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Would we, you agree? <laughs> we might have to bring some masks in. We'll have a guest mask. Uh, sure. Yeah. I like I, you know what? I'm oddly, it would have been a good day for Facebook Live. <laughs> I'm oddly way too comfortable in a mask. Yeah, me too. I thought I'd be annoyed by this. No, no, this is fine. It's a half face is what it is. The um, These are getting warm. My, my headphones. They're getting warm? Yeah. My ears are getting warm. Well, you, well one, you can take the hat off. You know? But I'm comfortable with this. I'm more comfortable with this on than the headphones that we wear all the time. Ah, Jesus, I just dropped my phone. That's a worst experience. Oh, oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, What's, one oh, more story. Oh boy. One more story. Uh-oh, here we go. What is it? So I'm going to work yesterday, right? <laughs> yep. And I got Taco Bell, and I'm uh, I'm like 20 minutes early, so I park, and I'm eating the Taco Bell. In your car. In the car. The windows are rolled down. And I look across the street, and there is a woman who's like 50 with these haunting eyes, wearing like sweatpants with American flag swimming trunks over them, and just just walking down the street with her bag. Whoa. So I look at her, and I'm like, okay, don't stare. So I'm like, all right. But she looked like somebody I knew, like if somebody was in like a Halloween costume, uh-huh. like maybe. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like eating my burrito, and my taco, Double Decker Supreme. And uh, I turn to the left, and now she's closer, staring Uh-oh. at me, Uh-oh. staring at me, Clark. Whoa. I turn around. I turn around again. She's closer. Next thing I know, she's about the distance you are from me right now. I'm in my car. My window is down. She does this. She looks at me. without This whole time she's crossed the street, she's never broken eye contact. Every time I look, she's just staring. Yeah. 
Now she looks, she's staring at me, and my window's open, and I'm sitting there with a, with a taco Holy in my shit. hand. And she has a can in her hand. What? She opens the can and just starts pouring it in the street. The whole can finishes. And staring at you? Staring, never breaking eye contact. As soon as she finishes, she crushes the can, throws it down by my tire, and walks away. <laughs> so as the can is as no. the can is being poured out, what? I'm rolling up my window laughing. I, I didn't know what else to do. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. And oh the window God. rolls up. So she goes, and then she's standing behind my car, and I notice the door guy. And I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, my God, please tell me he saw this. Yeah. Otherwise, no one is ever going to believe right. this story. Right. So – I'm like, I got to get out of my car. And like, even if he didn't see it, I want to point this woman out to him. But, so I get out of my car. And I, I shut the door and I quick, quickly like scramble by her. She's still kind of giving me a death stare. And I go over to the door guy, Kyle. I'm like, hey, Kyle, did you just see that? He's like, why did that lady just pour a can out in front of your car? I go, I don't know, but I'm glad you saw it. That is amazing. insane. Insane. What the hell is going on? The other door guy thinks maybe I'm haunted. Like the, the ghost in here. Is following me. But Kyle saw it. Kyle saw it too, but, I mean, yeah. Maybe the ghost showed But then what happened? Where did she go? Why did she dump? Why me? It was fucking, it was mine, it was a mind fuck. When you first saw her, did you guys make eye contact there? I don't know. The time when you were like, I don't want to stare? I don't know. Usually that's why I get the, I don't want to stare, because they looked at me. Right. No, I feel like she was staring so at me the whole time. Contact. Oh, wow. Like, like, I look to my left, and I see her, and I'm like, oh, my God, that woman's wearing, like, weird clothes. And then I turn back, and I believe she was staring at me at that point. And then I turn back, and she's closer. I look away, I turn back, and she's even closer. It was like a horror movie. She's an artist. She's like a weird street artist person who's like, that's what she feels a performance is. You know, I thought that. That it's raw or something. She would have dumped it on you. That would have made more sense. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe she mistook you for somebody, or maybe you almost hit her accidentally down the street and didn't see it, you know, or, or she felt you did something. But why would you pour your own – it turned out – Kyle thought it was a bear. I went and looked. It was a ginger ale can. Why would you pour your ginger ale out in front of me? Like why wouldn't you be like, hey, asshole, you almost hit me, you know? Why would you be like – Exactly. She like, never said a word. If she had dumped it on you, it would have made sense that she thought you had wronged her. But – she didn't. No. And she didn't throw the can at the car or at me. She threw it. She spiked it on the ground in front of my tire. But angrily staring. Angrily. Like crazy anger. Like, like. Oh, so she's. Was she homeless? I'm pretty sure. If I had to guess, I would say yes. Okay. In your opinion, you assume or there's something. She's not living well. No. She may be in assisted living there's, or something. Mental. Absolutely. Or she was a street performer. One of the two. I'm guessing she was mentally ill, if I had to guess. Me too. But why me? Like, why? Like, when's the last time something like that happened to you? Uh, Something similar has where I felt kind of threatened by somebody who was obviously mentally ill, but nothing like that. Yeah. Nothing even close to that. I mean, it was straight up like it was out of like an 80s movie. Watch Evil Genius. All right, I'll watch Evil Genius. Based on this, watch it. All right. Wow. No, anyways, that's it. That's all I got. I just wanted to talk about that lady. All right, Clark. 
Did, did your mask get warm after you said it felt fine? Is that why it's off now? Well, no, I want to give you the ladies, like, face. Oh. All right, brother. Yep. I'm Al Larcher. I'm Clark Warren. And this is Live in the Sports Attic. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Nobody's listening to this shit. Hee-haw. Buck Owens did not like being on Hee-haw, but he liked the money. Boom. That's why we do this. <laughs>